Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. <laughs> to say about last night's draft what a what a what a show last night folks i am the fantasy jester we're brought to you by fantasy jester sports dot com and also by uh blog talk radio here uh can't can't forget to uh, mention good old blog talk folks uh, uh fantasy com. also bread from your bed.com also deep obsession charters not to mention all the regulars, 888.com on the FantasyJesterSports.com website. Go there right now. Join up to 888.com for all your betting. You can bet on teams. You can go to their casino, play blackjack, all that kinds of great stuff. If you join now, $30 if you join through uh, your PayPal account. We have all the good ones. We have Reebok. We have uh, all the shops. The NFL shop, the NHL, uh, NBA, MLB, all on FantasyJesterSports.com. These are the folks that bring you these shows. We're proud to say now we are three shows into it. We have our wrestling show tonight. We have our football show, The Gridiron Guys, on Thursdays, 7 p.m. Don't forget to join us. And then on Saturday, our flagship show, The Fantasy Jester Show, Great to have it if you can get a show named for yourself. I, I recommend it. Get it for yourself. Uh, I have one. I like it. I, I'm not complaining. And uh, this weekend, if you have a daughter, if you're listening to this and you have a daughter or you have a friend that has a daughter, you're going to want them to listen to the Fantasy Justice show 8 p.m. this weekend. It is uh, one woman's story about what one woman can do uh, in sports and how to change the world, uh, literally, and the world for young women. And uh, it's a good one. If you have a young lady out there, a daughter, uh, 
somebody that you want to empower, show that no matter what anybody else has done, you can change it. It's going to be a great show. I recommend it. Highly recommend it. Tonight, we're going to be talking about, obviously, the draft. Some interesting moves, some interesting things that didn't go on. Uh, We're a little surprised about. We're going to be joined tonight. Tonight's show, we're going to keep it simple tonight. Who's going to have a big guest in, and um, actually, that kind of fell through yesterday. There was an emergency. Wanted to have a big guest in, but actually, now, it's actually good because that would have been a distraction from what needs to be talked about, and that is last night's draft. Tonight, we have JT, my usual suspect and and cohort and co-host and everything I do, Jason J.T. Townsend. You can follow him on Fez437. We're going to have Joey Cage on tonight. One of the local guys, great writer for FantasyJusticeSports.com. You can check out his uh, wrestling articles on FantasyJusticeSports.com. Does a great job. Covers the shows. Covers them weekly. He's going to be with us tonight. We're going to get these guys' opinion on last night. And it was, (laughs) again, it was quite the show. And I I really just want to get into it right away. I'm not even going to mess around. Wanted to talk about a couple of things before I do. And, and, and don't forget, at some point tonight, I also have something to say about local Florida wrestling this weekend. Want to, want to talk to you about that. I am, uh, I, I'm living through my experience tonight at dinner. I bring in JT and before I, I bring in Joey Cage, I have to get back at my family. See, I, I, tonight I had some Thai food. And I did not know that there was tofu in my food. I literally thought I was eating beef, which there was beef in there, and shrimp. Okay, fine. But the other stuff that was in there, I had no clue is tofu. And now it's the joke of the family. And I have one thing. Uh, I will post a video if I have to, uh, to get even with my daughter-in-law, Christina, who seems to be having the most fun with this. Uh, And I'm sorry, I had to get that out there because there is a video coming, I promise you, of when I get even with her. It'll be a wrestling-like thing. I don't know if I have to suplex her or whatever, but there's going to be something stupid on video uh, with her real soon. I don't know. I might have to uh, pull the old, uh, ooh, I can pull the heavens to Betsy move on her. Folks, wait till you see that one. Anyway, without further ado, let's get the show on the road and really talk about WWE last night. Fantastic, fantastic uh, things to talk about. JT, he's here with us right now. How are you, sir? I mean, I'm here. I'm doing good. I'm ready to talk some uh, WWE. Have you had tofu, sir? I have. uh, Not a pleasant experience uh, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I would like to say I feel for you, but I figure why not spread the joy? It sounds like I like this Christina already. Yeah. How, how, did, I, how did I know you were going to go with the wonderful? And here's the, you know, here's the part about it. I've been eating from this restaurant now for um, several years, not knowing. I've ordered right. this dish I don't know how many times, and there was tofu in it. Tofu in my food, not knowing this whole time, you're kidding me. It's got to make you wonder what else is in your food that you may not know about. 
Oh, please don't even start. Like I said, folks, pay attention. There's going to be a video coming out. Okay. I will pull some kind of wrestling move on my daughter-in-law before this is over. Okay. Uh, And I will get even with her. So folks, again, I want to go ahead. We're going to bring in Joey Cage before we go into, you know, WWE. And also, like I said, I've got something to say about what's going on in the local Florida indie circuit, uh, especially something this coming weekend. I want to talk to you about that. But without any further ado, I will bring on the up-and-coming Joey Cage. Joey, how are you tonight? Doing great. Uh, came to the show uh, very prepared today. I had brought a case of beer. For those that don't know, Joey Cage loves his beer. And uh, I actually had to distribute some to some of the staff. I don't know if that's okay. But I wanted to bring a little excitement. I'm very pumped coming off of last night's draft. There's so much to talk about, and I look forward to talking about it with you and JT. Yeah, I I, I noticed that the staff has had no problem. Nobody even asked me, you know, are we allowed to drink while we work? And I'm sitting here watching. And, folks, if the sound goes off or just goes crazy, all of a sudden, you know, I just – it's my fault. Hello? Is this thing on? Oh, okay. Whew. All right. Yeah, no, no, no. All right. I, I'm looking at the staff. Everybody's smiling. I'll tell you one thing. This is the happiest I have seen my staff in a while. Maybe you're onto something, Joey. Maybe I need to get everybody buzzed and we can, uh, you know, at least the staff will have a good time. I can't. Yeah. I, I can't drink and drive. Uh, somebody somebody has to be the designated driver here. I guess I'm it. Yeah, that would have to be you today. Oh, wonderful. Great. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Folks, uh, well, it's, you a know, thing, it's a good thing you've got all that, that tofu in your system to soak up some of that alcohol, if you, you know, if, if you oh do. Oh, so. my God. I want to strangle you through the microphone right now. I really <laughs> do. I really do, folks. You have no idea. This is This is the bane of my existence, and this is all... You know, and, and folks, let me explain something to you. This is not an act, all right. This is him being him. This is JT being JT. This is my life being my life, okay. And I promise you, whether it's texts, tweets, or photos, I will get all kinds of messages about tofu for like the next week now. You have no idea, okay. And, and I will get Christina. You are going to pay. You are definitely going to pay. Uh, I, Oh, my Lord. All right. Back to WC. We keep going to that. Back to WWE, folks, before I lose my uh, shitties here. Um, last night was the draft. And, you know, I'm going to get to uh, JT in a second. But, you know, first off, one of the things that I noticed, uh, actually, I'm going to talk about two things in particular that I noticed. I'm going to speak on one of them now. I'm going to get to the other one in a little bit. But right off the bat, what I noticed is the lack of surprise. There was nobody last night that, you know, I figured in the first five picks for one of the two. Okay, so somewhere in that top ten, all of a sudden you were going to hear, WWE SmackDown takes Goldberg or Kurt Angle or you know, somebody that nobody was expecting, nobody had talked about, and it just never, ever happened. And I felt that that was something that was just a huge thing that you could have had somebody, you could have had somebody come back, say that they're coming back for Raw or SmackDown, and you know what? 
put them out there once, put them out there twice, and then their storyline takes them somewhere else, and all of a sudden, yeah, whatever. But that's my point is there is no, wow, oh, wow, nobody ever thought we'd see it. Nah, I, I didn't see it, me personally. I, I don't know. Uh, JT, what did you see last night? What was, what was one of the things you saw about last night? Oh, I, you know, I mean, let, let's be honest. You know, as far as surprises go, I agree with you. There wasn't any of those big names that you were hoping to hear or, you know, that somebody that would make, you know, a historic night, you know, The Rock, Kurt Angle, somebody coming out. But one of the things I thought was interesting was that you now have Darren Young on Raw, and he will be challenging for the Intercontinental title versus The Miz, who's on SmackDown. Then you've got Zack Ryder on SmackDown. And he's challenging for the U.S. title, which Rusev currently holds as a Raw roster member. So I find it interesting that they've got basically your opposing show challenging for the undercard titles. Gotcha. Yeah, and you know what? Good, Joey Cage. Well, it was really interesting to see a lot of it. You know, I think that. It was very surprising that there weren't any outside of WWE or NXT names that came aboard uh, Goldberg angle. There were a lot of rumored guys, uh, but I would say that it, w- it was very surprising that there weren't any of those. Uh, in regards to the title picture, it's, it's going to be complicated because the way that it's structured, the, the plan that I've heard has always been Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam for the title. Now, that for the title part might have changed, but it would really seem to indicate that Ambrose is going to lose it this Sunday uh, because Rollins and Reigns are going to continue their feud, and that will likely be over the title. So, uh, you know, it's going to be very interesting. There's a lot to talk about here and dissect, but I am very surprised at the Jester's original point that there weren't any surprises. There were some surprises from NXT, but no one from outside of the WWE tree. Now, JT, um, I had wanted to ask you specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very interested to hear your opinion because you seem, you know, you, you like the guys in NXT and you kind of feel the same way as me on that. But now, what do you think of this? Finn Balor not only taking high, which I think is great for him, but him right, now being right. on the same brand as Gallows and Anderson, who will also not be on the same brand as AJ Styles. See, and I, I think that sets up. I mean, if you, you know, if you've watched, uh, listeners, if you've watched WWE, if, you know, over the decades as I have, as Joey Cage has, as Jester has, I mean, if you remember the last time they split the brands, you know, each pay per view they always had a, a feud of somebody from Raw and somebody from SmackDown going to each other's show, causing problems, you know, getting the, getting things stirred up. I think this is a perfect setup for AJ Styles versus Finn Balor for control yep. of the club type Absolutely. of uh, storyline. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, the guys, I think, I think the guys would put off a phenomenal match and I think it would set up a great storyline. Yep. I agree. And I think that it's interesting because with the Cena, you know, the storyline that they're going through now. Okay. If I had to guess AJ Styles is going to have this match at battleground and then a one-on-one final match with Cena at SummerSlam. That would be my bet. Now, 
I would imagine that AJ and the club are going to lose this match. I mean, after winning that first match, they, they probably will lose this one if I had to bet. But the interesting part of that is that maybe is that where AJ and the club split up, maybe because of something that happens in the match, and now all of a sudden you have that feud. Now you know exactly where they're going with all those guys. I mean, you know what I'm saying? For SummerSlam, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Uh, that would you know, be, and that would be a great match to watch. I mean, you know, talk about two guys, I think, that just physically, uh, skill-wise, uh, you know, match up perfect with each other. No. Uh, I'm sorry. I had ducked out of the uh, conversation for a second to JT, just so that everybody uh, – I-, I wanted to see if we could be interactive a little bit on Twitter. I posted a picture of uh, Joey Cage on the microphone. Uh, enjoying his Corona uh, right now. So if you go to fantasy uh, <laughs> underscore Jester, you'll see a picture of uh, Joey Cage drinking a Corona as he's on the mic, talking to our esteemed colleague, Jason Townsend, Fez437 on Twitter, folks. As you're joining us, we're talking about the WWE draft last night. We're also going to be talking about the local Florida Indy circuit and more. You know, last night, as as I'm watching the draft, though, uh, I, I just sat there and realized they have a pretty good talent pool, but they could have spread it out just a little bit more. One of the things, though, what? that I'm starting to come away with as I watch what's going on, and now correct me if I'm wrong, and I've spoken to a couple people on this JT during the day. I want to throw this at you. Joey Cage and I mm-hmm. <clears throat> briefly talked about it today. I, I was on the phone with him about some of his upcoming uh, gigs, and um, it's this. I have a feeling we're watching the beginnings of what's going to lay down and be Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Now, mm-hmm. follow follow the line of thinking in this. Now, to me, first of all, if you notice, Stephanie ha- has changed her tune about Seth, okay, and is awfully, a little overly excited every time she mentions him uh, or he's around now. Like, you know, she doesn't normally act like that about the other guys. So I'm wondering if they're right. starting to build that storyline. Then you look at this. Of the three members of the Shield, he's the only one so far he hasn't wrestled. Mm-hmm. Then, now, let's move forward. If you go to the history of WrestleMania, Triple H over the last six years, has won, lost, won, lost, won, lost, which would bring him to a win next. So you're basically so saying he's the see... San Francisco Giants of WWE. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, and that is great reference there, JT. Um, no, that's a, that's exactly it, though, is could we be seeing the actual beginnings, the setup, now that Seth is there, he'll be he'll be on every week right. with Stephanie. Okay, what's going to happen there? Okay, is he going to have to protect her from uh, 
you know, Roman from, well, from anybody, but okay, no, but I can see where maybe they're going to have Foley and her not get along. Yeah. Who's he going to have to stick up for and be like, well, you know, Triple H isn't around. He's off running around to Europe. He's off over to Japan. He's running around here and there. I'm right here. I'll protect you kind of thing. And then that's how Triple H comes back. And, you know, that's how that whole story. I can see that coming. I mean, JT, am I? I don't know. Maybe no, I'm crazy. You know, what you say, what you say makes sense. And, I mean, to kind of piggyback that, the part that I was a little disappointed about was, you know, Vince McMahon said he wanted ruthless aggression. He wanted, uh, you know, basically extreme competition between the two shows. I did one point last night in the first or second round was waiting to hear SmackDown Live chooses Triple H. I mean, what a way to stick it to Stephanie and Ross because everybody was draftable except for the GMs and the commissioners. Uh, that would have so been definitely, good. I can, that would have been a per, you know, perfect way to stick it to Stephanie. I mean, uh, I will say this. The one one person in WWE that I don't think needs anyone's protection, Stephanie seems like a woman that can handle herself, period. Uh, unless Ronda Rousey's in the ring with The Rock, uh, she seems like she's doing a, a pretty good job most of the time. Um, but I can definitely see what you're saying, and it would provide a good storyline for Raw uh, going forward. Yeah, and just to add to that, I think it's interesting. The one thing I would say with Triple H is that, I mean, he comes back and he has matches with guys that are obviously big time or that he's trying to elevate, whether it's Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, back in the day, Randy Orton. But, you know, then he had matches with guys like Sting, you know, The Undertaker and stuff like that. But, the, I mean, I think it's very – I think we can almost all agree that the biggest name that he has yet to face and that he certainly will is Seth Rollins. I think that – He's obviously the only member left of the Shield, you know, that has to face him. But there isn't a superstar on the roster that, you know, still has the match with Triple H to go more than Seth Rollins. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I mean, and and also something to think about there with that, you know, you can also have it, uh, you know, the fight over the pedigree. You know, not only is he stealing Stephanie from him in this storyline, but he's already stole his finisher on top of it. I mean, you know, when's the guy going to stop? I will say this, though. I do hope that Shane's botched attempt at a new nickname of CrossFit Jesus for Seth, you know, <laughs> Seth Rollins somehow sticks because I love that. That was one of the best lines that, of the show. That Yeah, I was going to say that was the best line of the show. Yeah. Right next to, was it, um, no, I guess that was probably one of the best lines of the show. Something we've talked about, uh, Jester, you know, in the meetings and something, I, you know, I'd like to get out there is, I love. I'm a big Daniel Bryan fan. Uh, always liked him back in the indie circuit. So in in no way is this a knock at him. But he, if Shane was gonna make, he's a great worker. If Shane yeah. was gonna make or is gonna make SmackDown Live more of the Attitude Era feel, I would have liked to have seen the Road Dog as his choice for commissioner. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just think that would have been again nothing against Daniel Bryan. But if you're going attitude here, I just think Road Dog would have been fantastic. I mean, the guy's amazing on the microphone, and that's really all he'll need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exact. I agree with you. But the only- when they when they mentioned Daniel Bryan the other day, the pop, it was just oh 
Puppies tremendous. were nuts. No one else yeah, would get so as big of a pop. I, I can't see. Yeah, I, I can't really Ooh. see other than The Rock. I'll I mean, The Rock would get a bigger pop. There was a but... rival pop last night. There was a rival pop last night to Daniel Bryan's when uh, uh, a particular tag team was selected out of NXT. Oh, American yeah. Alpha. Yeah. I mean, the, you got the roof blew off that place, so. You know, talk about a, a NXT. I mean, Triple H is doing a fantastic job with this NXT talent. They've yeah. got themselves a really, really good, strong talent base coming up. Now, you know, I had mentioned uh, the whole thing with uh, Stephanie and all that. And by the way, WWE creative, if that's not the direction you're going and you think it's a good idea, I have others. You can contact me at Fantasy Jester at yahoo.com. I'd be more than glad to collaborate with you folks. Got a couple of great ideas, actually, uh, even better than that one, if that's not the direction you're going. Uh, one of the oh. things, though, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I actually wanted to throw something out at Joey Cage real quick, you know, because we do have Battleground coming up. One of the yeah. bigger matches is, or at least the way they're promoting is Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn yet again. My mm. question is, again, we're talking about WWE creative, how can you have Kane, who does not have a match this Sunday, standing over top of both of those guys after a double choke slam in the ring just five days before their big match at Battleground? Again, I don't know what w, you know, WWE creative is thinking sometimes, but poor show yet once again on that. Yeah, I think that that was a definite mistake. And, I mean, it was beyond unnecessary. I think that's the thing is that, why would you make two of your upcoming, you know, two superstars? These guys are going to be, you know, main event WrestleMania potential there. So, you know what I mean? Why would you make them look weak right before their show to a guy who not only shouldn't have been drafted, but just has no, isn't going to be on the card, has no storyline near, you know, tomorrow. And I mean, you know, these are two guys that WWE really would do well to protect because they are going to be, you know, they're, they're going to be the two top guys uh, very soon. Well, Right, right. Uh, I agree. I agree. And you know what, folks, I also want to get into, there's a couple other topics I want to talk about. Um, the people that they did call up and they didn't call up from NXT. I want to talk about Bailey and I want to talk about Cesaro. I want to talk about that in particular. But first, I have to take a break here right now and pay some bills. Thank God and uh, that we can. And we're very grateful. Hi, folks. Fantasy Jester here to talk about BreadFromYourBed.com, and I am with Ethan, the son of the owner, Joey, from BreadFromYourBed.com. Say hello, Ethan. Hello. And how old are you? Four. Okay, Ethan, thanks. Uh, We'll get back to you in one minute. And here's a little bit about BreadFromYourBed.com. They're both a business services website and a personal finance blog. They discuss ways for people to make extra money from home, and they offer a wide variety of services for your businesses. If you need more traffic for your website, if you need social media management or marketing, if you need a website built, or if you just want to make some extra money online, these are the guys to do it. They have worked and provided results for clients ranging from small to big, and will show you some of those results, including the statistics and the numbers I highly encourage you to check them out if you're looking for help for your business to grow or you're looking to learn how to make some extra money from home. Ethan, where should people go if they're looking for a website? 
Bed.com. And where should people go if they're looking for social media management? Bedfromthebed.com. And where should people go if they're looking to make some extra money? Bedfromthebed.com. And where should people go to get help starting a business? All right, and if uh, they want to work from home, where should people go? Um, Bedfromthebed.com. All right, Ethan, one more time, let me ask you. If they want to spend more time with their kids, where should parents go? Um, Bedfromthebed.com. That's right, folks, Breadfromyourbed.com. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I, uh... <laughs> oh, my Lord. You know, I work at a zoo. I really do. And, and I, I'm not complaining. I, I have fun. As we go to commercial, first of all, I, I understood that, you know, Joey Cage is flexible and he's good in the ring, but I didn't realize how quick he is. And personally, I'd like to see him do the NFL cone drill as he worked his way around people. Okay. Chairs and everything else to get to the refrigerator where we have uh, the Corona's that he had brought. And uh, now it seems that one of the staff members went out, got some more beer. And uh, during that commercial, there's already, they're starting to clear out the one area for a beer pong after show. So, I mean, uh, the fantasy jester beer pong team is available. If anybody wants to play us, <laughs> we can have a uh, formidable league uh, join at any time. So if you want to contact us for the uh, beer pong tournament, you can contact me at fantasyjester at yahoo.com. Uh, that is where we're going, but yeah, um, they're setting up over there. Great. That's where the after show will be, folks. And right now, next up, as we uh, go back to talking about last night's draft, the uh, first thing I, I want to talk about is uh, Cesaro and get Joey Cage's and JT's opinion, and then I'll go ahead and give mine. Uh, Joey, I'm going to start with you. I mean, can WWE decide what they're going to do with him now? You know, and I understand the confusion because, you know, and he said it in a recent interview. I think it was either he did the interview last night or this morning. Uh, he didn't understand why he doesn't get much mic time. Uh, he gets next to no mic time. And here's a guy that, except for his uppercut move, I'm not crazy about the uppercut move. It, it, it makes almost near no contact whatsoever. It doesn't look real to me. But then at other times, he can be jumping onto the middle rope and diving off of it backwards in a spinning move and land the move, I mean, absolutely beautifully. Guy's got incredible talent, incredible strength. Uh uh, what is, is it me, or does it seem like they don't know what to do with him? Well, I think that to some degree they don't know what to do with him, but after looking at last night's draft, and I, I wrote about this in my article on fantasyjustersports.com, that with, it appears that Cesaro, you know, they, with the position in the draft that they took him, 
and his career proje- uh, trajectory, I would really say they've decided he's a mid-card guy, and they're unfortunately not going to give him the, co- the push that he really deserves. I mean, I think that he's a guy that is probably top five, if not top three, in terms of in-ring ability uh, currently, you know, in WWE. And, I mean, he is, has tremendous in-ring ability, you know, is a great worker, a great guy. Um, you know, and I, I think it's tragic what's happened with him. It really, really is. But I, based off of what we saw in the draft, it's safe to conclude that they view him as a mid-carder, and he'll be a mid-card for that brand. You know, that, that's my opinion, though. Uh, JT, what do you think? Well, let's be honest. He did one of the best promos I've heard in the last year, uh, last night after being drafted on Raw. I was hoping he'd go to SmackDown because I think he's going to be buried on that Raw roster. Uh, I thought SmackDown would have been a better place for him to go. Kind of reminds me of where and where and what they've done with Dolph Ziggler, another guy that's immensely talented uh, that just won't they won't give the push. Um, Cesaro hasn't really been that relevant since he was with Oksana. I mean, that's the last time he really seemed to get any kind of uh, momentum. But it's a shame. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Cesaro. I agree with you. Top three, top five. Uh, but it does look like you're right. It looks like they've basically relegated him to um, hoping to challenge for the IC or U.S. title. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I just can't get over that. All right. Now, one of the things we noticed last night, and I've got to be honest with you, you know, we sit here, and it's our job. We, We critique what went on last night. We say the good, we say the bad. One of the things that I really liked that they were able to do last night was be able to keep NXT the way it is in this. They were able to call up people, some new talent, get some new blood into WWE, but without gutting the NXT schedule and the wrestlers in it. I, I, you know, I'm, I have to say, yes, Am I upset? I personally like Nakamura. I would like to see him up on WWE. I know he will be. I know he will be. There's no question he will be. Okay. I'm a little disappointed that he's not. But I understand it and also believe it was a very good move. You know, they they called up people, but they didn't got NXT. And JT... You agree with me on this, that this was one of the things that they definitely hit on? Yeah, they totally hit on that. You know, you talk about Nakamura, Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, you know, just to name a few. You've still got some extremely talented guys that will put butts in seats. And you've, I'm sure Triple H has a couple guys that we don't even know about ready to take the, you know, the place of the people that uh, just went up to the main roster. So absolutely uh, well done with, with that aspect of keeping NXT relevant. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Joey. Joey's sitting here nodding as he's drinking his beer. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you're either nodding that the beer is very good or WWE hit it last night. Which one on that? Yeah, I'm going to go with both. Uh, the beer is definitely very good, and WWE definitely hit on it. I think that, you know, it was cr- it was critical for them to do so because you definitely don't want to gut the NXT roster. And, you know, like JT said, leaving guys like Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, and obviously my favorite, Nakamura, um, you know, it, it keeps the show, the momentum of the product and everything that they're doing, it keeps it going. Uh, you know, those guys are eventually, all three of them are eventually going to be, you know, called up to WWE. 
but it keeps the interest in NXT and the momentum that that program has going uh, while bringing, you know, talented uh, people, you know, talented guys like, you know, Finn Balor, uh, American Alpha, you know, bringing those guys to WWE. It, it's, a hu- it's a great move, and they definitely manage that portion of the draft very well. You know, and, and something to throw in on that, let's also give kudos to guys like Nakamura, Austin Aries, Simone Joe, guys that know damn well that they should be on the main roster by at this point, but are thinking company first and willing to stay down there to help continue to build that brand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, like I said, we, we go ahead and we talk about what's good, what's bad about them. And that was one of them that was definitely, you know, I feel was very good. Um, you know, moving along, you know, last night, the, the Reigns, Rollins on Raw, Ambrose on SmackDown, you know, who has the belt after Battleground? Is Ambrose seemingly done, you know, with Reigns or Rollins now? You know, jo- Joey, what do you what do you have to say about all that? Yeah, well, I, I definitely wanted to get both of your opinions on this. You know, I mean, the first question, and, you know, we'll go around, we'll start, you know, JT, then go to Jester. I mean, who's who has the belt after Battleground? We've seen on Raw the finish that happened there, which was brilliant, by the way, by WWE, in doing that finish and then having, you know, what transpired on the WWE Network. That was, I mean, brilliant from a business standpoint and just, you know, was nice there. And then to have the match again last night at SmackDown, Ambrose holding on to the belt. But, you know, again, we'll start with JT. Who has the belt after Battleground? See, I think Ambrose still has that belt. SmackDown has to have something as far as a belt. I mean, you've got you've got the uh, New Day that are holding the you know currently holding the tag team belts over. You've got Charlotte, who was drafted really high to show a commitment to the women's division on Raw. You know, she's a champ. Uh, you know, a few others. Obviously, we talked about Rusev. I think you got to keep the belt on Dean a little bit longer. Uh, I think you. I think I can see maybe SummerSlam, maybe even a little longer. Uh, but I would hope that they would keep. You got SmackDown's your new show. What better way to keep it relevant and keep people excited than to have the big dog on that show? Yeah, and I couldn't. I gotta be honest. I couldn't agree with you more, JT, on that. After watching that last night, it became very apparent that the the deal was is that. You're going to keep the the heavyweight champion belt, okay? And we're going to take the women. We're going to take the tag team, and, and that was going to be the split. You know, it was going to go one way or the other for whomever, okay? But that was going to be the split. And yeah, when you have the fledgling, when you when you don't need it, and, and that was the other push on it that they had to get. You you get the champion, but Raw got a good portion of the talent. Let's. Let's be honest. Okay? Yep. So, well, that extra pick I mean, in each round, I mean, you know, that in itself, that fit, you know, that fifth pick, the three to every two, uh, because they were a three-hour show, they definitely have more talent. I don't think Raw necessarily needs the heavyweight champion to continue to have viewership. No, no, exactly. And, and the idea of, uh, to me, I, I, again, We've criticized the bad. You've heard us criticize the bad, so it's not like we're blowing smoke up uh, WWE when I say this next statement, at least for me personally. Absolutely great move by showing uh, what they think of Finn Balor by taking him so early. 
I just love that move. And it's one that they're not going to regret either. He's going to light up that crowd. If anybody has taken a chance, and for those who don't know much about Finn Balor, maybe you haven't followed him uh, in his travels and what brought him to NXT and what brought him to WWE and all that, and his career as a wrestler, understand this also. He's not just one of the wrestlers for WWE. He is also one of the trainers for WWE talent. He's currently one of their trainers. So they think very highly of him. And they showed the fans that. And they showed the fans that might not follow NXT who to watch for. There's a reason why this guy came up from NXT. And there's a reason why he came up that high in the draft. And I think that's a great way to go ahead and get him noticed. And one good entrance on Raw with the demon, okay, and they will have every Raw fan sold on him and see why he was taken. It's not just how he wrestles. And, yeah, he's technically sound. Me, personally, I I think he's technically sound. I recently have been able to see him live feet away away from from him. And I have no idea why I just got that feedback, but okay. See, this is why you can't let the sound crew drink. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so honestly, though, I saw I was feet away from him when he was wrestling and technically sound like you wouldn't believe. And and then you add that entrance in. And like I said, for those who haven't seen it uh, before, you'll see it on Raw. Go to YouTube and and just look at the Finn Balor. uh, It's called the Demon Entrance. Okay you're going to see what's coming and the theatrics and everything that's coming. I love it. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. It's going to add a lot of color and excitement to Raw. It's also when we're looking at things for FXE, where people are wondering, what is FXE? What are their shows going to be like? Understand That is where we're going with it. We're going to have a lot of old school wrestling and we're very old school in the things that we do, the work ethic at FXE, the wrestlers who have that old school feel. One of our wrestlers, Renegade, he's going to be a guy who works phenomenally at his craft. He's an absolute beast. Joey Cage, another guy, works hard. He's a hard worker. He's new. Don't get me wrong, Joey. I'm sorry. You're new. You're green, brother. But I got to admit, you are willing to work at it. It looks like you're hungry for it. But in that, it's not just that we're going to bring good wrestlers. We're going to bring the show with it. So go take a look at what Finn Balor does. Go look at that kind of an entrance. And that's the excitement that you can expect from an FXE show, folks. Now, you know, getting off... Finn Balor for a second and, and what he brought and what he's going to bring to WWE now. Changing up over to the ladies. You know, I've had a couple of recent uh, conversations since last night with people regarding Bailey. You know, what happened? Why didn't Bailey go? Why didn't, you know, all right, let me, let me tell you, it, it's real simple, folks. And remember, you heard it here first. That's all I ask. 
and I want you to start paying attention, folks. When you're listening to Joey Cage, when you're listening to JT, or you're listening to myself, pay attention to how many times we're going to be right about things. That's going to be the thing that you're going to see. And here's one for you. Bailey wasn't drafted because Bailey is going to be Sasha's surprise guest wrestler. You know, they have been working, and here's, here, here's your inside information for you. For the past month, actually it's been five weeks, they have been working in-house shows together as a tag team. They've been doing this for weeks now. I currently, if you go look on fantasyjesterSports.com at one of the uh, wrestling articles, if you go look at the promos uh, right there in front of you on Blog Talk, they may or may not be one of the pictures rotating. If not, I promise you it'll be on next week's picture rotating. We have a picture of Bailey wearing the same sunglasses that Sasha Banks has now been wearing for the past couple of weeks. You know where she got them from? She got them from Bailey. They're Bailey's glasses. But now Sasha Banks has been coming out in them. And you know the next thing Sasha Banks will be coming out with with Bailey? Bailey. That's going to be the surprise guest. Mark that down now. You heard it here first from me. JT, what else did you, last night, you watched the show. What else did you come away with last night? Well, tag teams could be drafted as either a tag team or or single individual. Uh, pretty much most of the early picks, if a tag team was drafted, or even you had managers, you know, Rusev with Lana, so to speak, uh, you know, taken together. I'm very curious why WWE felt the need to have SmackDown select Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt only when Raw was getting – three picks to every two of theirs, so the extra talent would have helped there. I think Braun Strowman somebody in the future that could develop into something. Uh, and then they went and took Eric Rowan later in the draft for SmackDown anyway. Now, obviously, Strowman's now on Raw. But, uh, you know, just to me it was curious. I understand if you want, you know, Bray Wyatt to be a singles competitor, but if you're going to do that, stick Rowan on Raw as well. Uh, you know, don't put him with Bray Wyatt on SmackDown. So I found that curious. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they take that. Uh, I know, you know, there's been rumors that they really want to push Bray. And then there's others that are saying that Triple H isn't crazy about him. So, uh, but it seems more that they're really going to want to push Bray as a singles. Uh, you see it. And this is what's going to happen. Now, I, I again, I have no idea why they broke it down that way, but we're going to—I have a feeling we're going to find out why. Uh, Joey, what's your feeling on, on that whole situation there? Well, I think that with Bray, it's been an interesting road in WWE. You have a guy who came in and you know immediately gained credibility for having the quote-unquote Wyatt family. And was able to really, you know, he's amazing on the mic. I want to start by saying that. He really is. The other thing about him, though, is that he walks around with the Wyatt family 
a group of intimidating looking characters. And that's kind of been his thing almost his entire WWE run. Now, when you talk about making him a singles competitor, that's a really interesting proposition because if you, if he doesn't have the family around him, he'll really need to up his game to establish himself and himself only as a legitimate threat to WWE superstars. And this is after his string of, I mean, loss after loss to The Undertaker, John Cena, uh, I mean, a lot of guys, you know, that they've made him lose to on pay-per-views that have really weakened his character. I mean, I remember uh, the Stone Cold podcast with Vince McMahon when Vince specifically mentioned Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Bray Wyatt as the guys he views, uh, you know, to eventually take the role that Cena has, you know, that proverbial brass ring. Um, but, you know, Bray has suffered a lot of terrible WWE creative decisions, terrible booking, and now him going forward, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if he alone can carry his character back to being the monster that they want him to be. You know, and I, I want to get this in. Speaking of monsters, I, I do want to get Brock Lesnar uh, out there for a minute. So taken in the second round, along with Randy Orton and Roman Reigns, coincidentally, um, you know, I, you've got all these things out there, of you know, failed tests and, uh, you know, and other things. And, you know, he's got somebody, an advocate in his corner in Paul Heyman, who I believe is probably got a, one of the better minds. Yeah, he's got a minds. very good advocate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and let's be honest, the guy's a genius when it comes to wrestling, uh, he how, to, you know, how to book people, how to do things, story. The guy's amazing. And talk about being great on the mic. Uh, you know, the guy's fantastic. So I'm, you know, hearing rumblings that, you know, maybe Brock – gets his 30-day suspension quickly, they get it out of the way before SummerSlam, and maybe Paul Heyman, uh, at least maybe Paul Heyman has some conspiracy theories as to who or why somebody may have messed with Brock's test. So, and it, I'll tell you, if, you, if you're going to have somebody in your corner, uh, Paul Heyman's the guy to do it, and I think Brock's going to recover from this thing. Otherwise, why take him as high as he was? I gotta. I want to definitely uh, say one thing. Yeah, first of all, yeah, that suspension. You can bet that's going to come real quick. If it's going to be a thirty-day suspension, it's going to happen, and it's going to happen. <laughs> if it doesn't happen by the end of this show, it'll be t- tomorrow. Okay, so pay attention. I really think you're onto something there. And as far as the as far as what'll be uh, brought to light afterwards and how it'll be handled. I don't think that there's probably a better person capable than Heyman for that job. That's me personally. Absolutely. Now, I, I know that there are people out there that might not know much about Paul Heyman, and, and uh, maybe you should pay attention to uh, who he's been and who he is, uh, and if you're doubting what can happen with Lesnar through all this, so... Interesting to pay attention to. Even more interesting is uh, Paul Heyman. If you again, if you don't know who we're talking about, maybe you're new to the sport or whatever, pay attention to who Paul Heyman is. Read up on his history. Great guy. Great for the business, folks. One of the things that you know you were talking about, and, and you just mentioned her name briefly uh, earlier, was Lana. And last night. 
Now, I, I can't help but think about this. You know, you got Lana and you've got Marcy, uh, and they could literally be right next to each other ringside and all this stuff. Why don't they get into it? I mean, can't WWE create a cat fight between those two? That would be interesting. I remember the days of the bra and panty matches and all that. I mean, all right. I understand maybe you can't go bra and panty matches anymore because you got the PG thirteen, you know, PG rating that you want to keep it at. But I mean, come on, you could have given us a couple of smacks here and there, and, and having to be pulled off of each other, just something, you know. Well, I mean, you know, if there's anything that'll like energize, to, listen, your your like fan you base fish off to come back. <laughs> It, 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 most of your fan base is uh, men 17 to 45, and there's nothing that a man 17 to 45 doesn't like more, more than watching two hot women go at it, all right? And they lost that one on me last you know, they They could be doing something with that. That's just me personally. Folks, I have to also go ahead. We got to go back to paying the bills right now uh, before we go ahead and wrap up the show. We've got... One of our great new sponsors is Deep Obsession Charters. Now, you know, whether you live in beautiful West Palm Beach area or you're planning on visiting Florida, you just really, if you love to dive, you can't imagine a better place than Florida's premier dive operators, Deep Obsession Dive Charters. They are out of the West Palm Beach area. They're a full-service dive operation with equipment sales and rentals. They're also a PADI certified dive center that offers uh, certification from beginners to pro. Deep Obsession offers wreck dives, reef dives, night dives, dives to the beautiful Blue Heron Bridge, which, uh, folks, it was voted one of the best macro dive sites out there for you. You know, here you're going to be educated. They have... Shark dives, no no cage. You don't need a cage, folks. Shark dives, and they'll educate you on the endangered creatures. It is truly an unforgettable experience uh, when you do that. You can meet them up close and personal. For the best customer service in the industry, with fun and safety as a priority, you can go book your next dive adventure at Deep Obsession Charters, at deepobsessioncharters.com, you can visit them on all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, they're all on that. Go on YouTube. They have some great YouTube videos, Deep Obsession Charters. You can see uh, some of what they do. You can call them at 561-707-2045. Again, you can call them at 561-707-2045 or on Facebook, Twitter, and all that. Deep Obsession Charters, dive, dive, dive. We've got five minutes left in the show, and real quick, we want to talk to you a little bit about some of the wrestling that's coming up. First off, we have FXE getting ready. We've been working hard. We had another meeting yesterday. We had a great production meeting yesterday. Uh, Yesterday, we were meeting with our lights and sound man and coming up with some great things for our show. Uh, We're going to have a test run show September. We're looking at a special Halloween show. Everything's going to be coming to light on those. We're going to give you dates, places, 
All that is coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. If you're a Florida resident, if you like Florida wrestling, if you like wrestling in general, you're going to love FXE, folks. One of the things, you know, there are some great wrestlers out there. And we're going to have some great wrestlers. That I promise you. Guys that are really, they love their craft. They're good workers. They're going to put on a great show. Promise you. They're going to see some great wrestling. But one of the things, and listen, honestly, any promoter really could pretty much, if they want to get the best talent out there, they could really go ahead and do that. One of the things, though, that the fantasy jester is going to bring to Florida wrestling that nobody, I'm sorry, I've been paying attention now. I'm watching. I'm studying my competition. I promise you one thing. The production, the theatrics, the lights, the smoke, the laser. I'm telling you, the excitement that is going to be FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment's Wrestling, is something that this area is going to be buzzing about. We're going to get a lot of attention because we're going to bring something to the local Florida wrestling show that isn't out there currently. Now, again, there's some really good productions. This weekend, you've got a show... Now, I don't mind talking about them. They use a different style ring. They use a six-sided ring. Okay, so it's a little different show. They got a little different feel. Go wrestle. They're over in South Daytona. If you're in Florida, if you're in the Volusia County area, go wrestle. They're at 2400 Ridgewood Ave, South Daytona. They put on a great show, six-sided ring. JT, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I look forward to speaking to you tomorrow night, sir, on the Gridiron Guys, correct? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Joey Cage, we, we, uh, when can we expect your next article and what will it be on? What are we looking at? Well, uh, on I think it'll be Friday. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post my official Battleground predictions now. Uh, As most of you know, other than Money in the Bank, I've been pretty spot on uh, with my predictions, and, you know, I'm I'm pretty good with that. I look forward to that article uh, as I post what I think will happen at Battleground uh, post-WWE draft, you know, with everything that has happened and, you know, with the feuds that will obviously not continue after Battleground uh, and as we – and, you know, who will win at Battleground as we get ready for SummerSlam. So I'm very excited for that, and uh, I'll also I'll see if I can make an appearance tomorrow. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I might have some stuff to do. Uh, I think I have a prior engagement shortly before the show, but I'll do my best to make it out. You know, I love talking football uh, with you and JT, and uh, you can definitely catch me every week here on FXE Live, uh, you know, discussing the sport with uh, JT and Jester. Well, and there he is. That's our man. That is Joey Cage. He's a writer. He's a local indie wrestler coming up and through the ranks. And right there, that's it, folks. Here we uh, are. The end of the show. I'm about to go play some beer pong. Thanks so much for joining us. This has been FXE Live. 
I am the fantasy jester. You have listened to me, JT, Joey Cage. We have our half in the bag staff back there all saying thank you for listening to us. Join us next week. We have one hell of a show for you. This has been the fantasy jester, and I am... Everything you ever wanted One moment Did you capture Just let it slip Yo His palms are sweaty Knees weak, arms are heavy There's vomit on his sweater already Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous But on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.